Welcome to Living Inside Out Today with host Joy Ross. Joy and her guests will help you learn how to think inside out so you can begin experiencing the God-given birthrights of joy, fulfillment, and freedom. Learn micro steps you can take today for macro results. It's time to dissect your everyday way of thinking. Now, here is your host, Joy Ross. Good day, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, depending on where you are in the world. And welcome to Living Inside Out today. I am your grateful host, Joy Ross, and I want to invite you guys to just settle in and relax wherever you are. If you're driving, just like mentally go into a relaxed state, but keep your eyes open and hands on the wheel, of course, um, because we want this to be an hour uh, of uh, freedom for you. And by that, I mean free from negativity, free from stress, free from anxiety. And uh, to my first time listeners, welcome to the show, you guys. I'm so glad that you're here for the first time. And I want to know where you're listening from. If today is your first time tuning into the show, send me a note, would you? You can write to me at Living Inside Out today at gmail.com. Let me know today was your first day and where you're listening from. And if there's something that's said on today's show that gives you an aha or that makes you think about something in a slightly different way, or if there is a tip that's shared or an action step that resonates with you and you say, okay, you know what? I'm going to try that. Let me know what that was. And if you are a frequent listener, welcome back to the show, you guys. I'm so happy and grateful that you tune in week after week. And here's what I know for sure. Whether we've personally met or not, I have so much love in my heart for you guys, the listeners. And one thing that I believe connects us is if you listen to this show on a regular or even somewhat regular basis, what I know about you is you're committed to your own personal development and growth and just showing up every day as the best version of you. And I share that commitment. So I think that bonds us in that way. And I created this show specifically with you guys in mind. My aim, my intention for this show every week is to bring conversations that are uplifting, encouraging, positive, and most importantly, to really bring stories of personal transformation from the inside out and share tips and tools, action steps that you guys can try for yourselves um, to help you in your journey to live a life of joy, fulfillment, freedom, and abundance. I believe, by the way, that those things, joy, fulfillment, freedom, and abundance, those things are our God-given birthright. We were created to experience joy, fulfillment, freedom. So if you are not having that experience, one of our intentions on this show is to share something during this hour that will uplift you, something that'll bring you joy, something that'll make you feel encouraged. And my personal transformation journey is really the main inspiration behind this show. I am so grateful today to really have joy in my life. I'm grateful to be walking in my purpose. I'm grateful to be doing what I truly believe I was created 
to do in the earth. And that doesn't mean that my days are perfect. That doesn't mean that I don't have circumstances that sometimes, you know, come up that I don't like. But what it means is I really can say honestly today that I have true fulfillment, a sense of fulfillment, that I really do have inner peace and just joy every day. But it wasn't always that way for me. There was a time in my life when I lived for many years, according to society's blueprint for success, you guys know that checklist that says, here's a generic blueprint. And if you follow these steps and do these things, get an education, you know, reach outside of yourself to try to achieve these goals in business, in your career, financially, and in every area, just kind of going through, check, 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 check. If you do these things, that then you will be happy. Then you will be successful. Then you will, you know, have this rainbow and pot of gold at the end of the uh, rainbow sort of life. And <clears throat> I don't know how else to say this <clears throat> other than to say, you guys, society lied yeah. to us, giving us that blueprint, because here's what I found. And here's what I received a deep revelation on. There is no amount of education. There is no amount of money. There is no amount of business success or career success or any other sort of success in terms of checking off those boxes that can bring to us true joy, fulfillment, or happiness. So contrary to what society has said and what society has led us to often believe, it's just not true that we can acquire things, that we can achieve goals, that we can uh, bring material things and financial success into our lives, and that those things will satisfy what our soul craves. Because what our soul truly craves is fulfillment, happiness, peace, joy. And those things only come from the inside. Those things come from being rooted and grounded internally. And my personal belief is that it's our thoughts, our beliefs, our mindsets, our sense of identity, and our sense of self-worth. Those are the things that determine to what extent we actually experience sustained levels of joy and freedom and happiness. And so as we sometimes have a tendency to do, we reach out outside of ourselves to acquire things, attain things, only to discover that once we have those things, our internal needs remain unfulfilled. That was me. That was very much my experience until I began to look internally. And my personal journey from bondage to freedom, from lack to abundance, from anxiety to inner peace, from disappointment to fulfillment and joy, I now am sharing openly and honestly, and I discuss my journey in my books and in other forums. I believe right now, if you are struggling with any sort of cycle or pattern of behavior, or perhaps an addiction, or perhaps some habits that you feel that you can't shake. And you don't know why. You've tried, but you feel like you're just cycling around, circling around, and you can't get out of those patterns or stop those things. I believe there's something in my book, 
how to break the cycle of temptation, addiction, and guilt from the inside out that can help you. If right now you're struggling with trust issues in relationships, finding yourself feeling heartbroken, disappointed, disillusioned, and wondering why does this keep happening, whether it's in romantic relationships or business relationships, family relationships, or even friendships. If that's you, I believe there's something in my book, The Truth About Trust, The Secret to Thriving in Any Relationship, that can help you. And so I firmly believe that when we go through valleys in life, when we go through challenges in life, when we go through dark places in life and we come out on the other side, that those victories, those triumphs aren't just for us, that other people can learn from what we've been through. So that is why I do this show. That is why I've written books. You can check out my books on Amazon. Just search my name, J-O-I-R-O-S-S, Joy Ross, or go on my website. You can find them there as well, joyross.com. And there are some free resources on my website as well that you guys can download that I sincerely hope will benefit you in some way. And my guests on this show are also people who have experienced personal transformation and who are now using their stories, sharing their story, using their gifts, their talents to serve others and make an impact. And here's my hope that by hearing my story and hearing the experience and wisdom of the guests that I bring on this show, that you'll be encouraged, that you'll know that you're not alone that you matter, that you were created for a purpose. And no matter what circumstances you're facing right now, here's the truth. If transformation could happen for me, and if transformation can happen for the guests on this show, it can and it will happen for you too. So here's what I know that both me and my guests are really hoping as we get ready to get into today's conversation, we are hoping that something will be said to help you take just one small step forward today. Because that's how transformation happens, folks. It's one step at a time, day by day. So during the first couple of months on this show, I had uh, several guests that really resonated with the listening audience, and I vowed to have them back. And I'm so happy to have with me today, Lynetta Albright, who is our very first guest, like on the first show, I was so blessed to have Lynetta with me. And so many people uh, have listened to that show. So many of you have either listened to the podcast or checked out um, the show on On Demand, on Voice America's platform, and I received positive feedback about that show and everything that Lynetta shared even to this day. So I know that we are in for a treat today. And for those of you that perhaps didn't uh, catch our first show, let me introduce our guest. It's Lynetta Albright. She is an author of several books, a radio personality, a change agent, a facilitator, speaker, and a dynamic coach working around the globe to facilitate personal transformation in the lives of thousands. Lanetta has particularly focused on developing 
what she fondly calls the next generation. As president of her own company, Forward Movement, Lanetta provides executive and life coaching, personal development, organizational leadership, and consulting services. You guys, she is also an executive director with the John Maxwell Leadership Team. And before starting her own business, Lanetta led international efforts in the area of addiction treatment and recovery and was inducted into the Hall of Fame for African-American Addictions Treatment and Recovery. You can also catch her because, of course, you know, she just has too much time on her hands. So in addition to all of that, you can catch Lynetta's weekly radio coaching segment on the Lonnie Hunter show on Reach Gospel Radio. I did a Becoming Dynamic series on this show that you guys might remember a few weeks back. And I would say Lynetta is a dynamic woman, among other things, for sure. So Lynetta, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Joy. Oh, my goodness. It is an honor. I was so excited when you contacted me. I'll tell you what, though. Um, I just kept saying yes, 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 as I was listening to you. And you, one of my anchors, you kept saying grateful, grateful, grateful. And I'm thinking those are, that's one of my three anchors, my spiritual life, not religion, but my spirituality. Mm. gratitude and forgiveness. Those are three of my anchors that sustain me, that guide me. And I listen to you and I'm like, yes, yes, yes. And the other thing that you said, so I'm thinking as I'm listening to you, you mm -hmm. talked about our thoughts, our beliefs, and our yeah. mindsets. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, society gets us to the doing Yes. But when you talk about thoughts, beliefs, and mindsets, it's the becoming. Mm. Who do I want to be? Yes, I may have been raised. It may have been poured into me to do certain things externally, things poured into me. But who do I want to be? So mm. becoming, I'm listening to you, and I thought, oh, my goodness, I'm going to love being here with her today. Uh, so thank you. And for all of your listeners, there's a message that I've been sharing with people mm -hmm. when I do keynotes and speaking is this. What I say is not what's important. What's most important is what you do and what you think about what I say. So what mm -hmm. I say We'll share some things, but that's not what's most important, what you think about. And everybody will think about it differently because everybody's unique. So what you think about what I say is what is my prayer today. You're thinking about what I'm saying. And then as only Joy can do on her show, what are you going to do with what you think about what mm. I say? So I just kind of want to lay the context where I am. It's not what I say. It's what you think about what oh I say. Gosh. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited to be here. I am too. And you just dropped, uh, and you guys know I'm always taking notes and learning. Lynetta, I, I, I just wrote down so many things in my <laughs> notes from what you just said. And we haven't even begun to get into the conversation, really. I love 
your point about who do I want to be and who am I becoming? Who do I want to become? Because what I hear in that is that's a hopeful question. That's an empowering question. And the underlying message there for me is I get to choose. We get to choose who we want to become, who we've been does not have to be up who we now. remain. That's up right. until now, you know, but now I am aware and that's where we start is what awareness. I'm aware that I can choose. I'm aware yeah. that I'm in charge. This is my life, me and God. And that's it. Doesn't matter what anybody yeah. else says. Uh, so I those are some things, you know, because your beliefs about yourself, when you talked about that, really gets to our self-image. And mm-hmm. here's the thing. We cannot outperform our self-image. So whatever I believe about me, I cannot outperform that mm-hmm. belief. So we're going to talk about that. We sure are, you guys. Listen, um, in addition to everything that I had in my notes uh, I've, I have just modified my notes for today. So here's what we're going to do based on what Lynetta just dropped on us. We're going to take a very short break. And on the other side of this break, yeah, we're going to get into all of these topics and more. We're going to dive into how does our self image and our sense of self really impact us and how do we change that? And what is this business about? It's not what somebody else says, but it's what I, it's what we think about what they say and then how we act on that. That is powerful stuff. (laughs) So stay with us. I'm excited. I hope you guys are too. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. If you are wondering why you can't seem to attain that feeling of joy, fulfillment, and freedom in your life, then you need to listen to Living Inside Out today. Your host, Joy Ross, will help guide you away from the outside-in way of thinking you've been taught to live. Joy and her expert guests will dispel myths and expose the beliefs that subconsciously hold us hostage, preventing us from experiencing true joy, fulfillment, abundance, and freedom. Living Inside Out today. Thursdays at 9 a.m. on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. 
Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. You are listening to Living Inside Out Today with Joy Ross. Have a question for Joy or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to the show. Here again is Joy Ross. And welcome back to the show, everybody. We are here with the lovely Lanetta Albright. And Lanetta, I honestly don't even know where I want to go next because you shared so many things before I even asked you a first question (laughs) that I want to dig into. And so we're just going to flow, you guys. I'm just going to flow with what I'm feeling intuitively. And so I'm going to go here. Lanetta, you said that your three pillars in Mm. life now are spirituality, gratitude, and forgiveness. And when you said that, I thought, ooh, that's that was spoken by somebody who's lived a life. You don't just wake up one day and decide, oh, these are my three pillars. Mm-hmm. So I know there's a story behind that. And I just want you to touch on that. Why those three? How did you come to this place in your life where you're grounded Because you just said that with such a sense of certainty. And I'm like, okay, this is a woman who's speaking from having lived, maybe based on some other pillars and discovered, oh, it's these three. This is the secret sauce. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you, um, as I think about your question, one of the things I had to do that helped was to slow down and stop talking so much. Slow down, stop talking, chatty Kathy, as my mother used to call me, and uh, think, not externally what people are telling me to think or telling me how to be, but think for yourself. My dad used to say that, think for yourself. And uh, I started digging more deeply. As you know, Joy, I was raised in the church, so religion... Mm-hmm. And uh, it was different than spirituality. Having mm-hmm. a relationship with God, people would say that. So I just kept asking the question, what does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? Mm-hmm. And how do I do that? And it's not in going to church every Sunday, then Monday through Saturday, do whatever I want to do. What does that mean? And my mother uh Poured into us this one verse, in all thy ways acknowledge God and he'll direct thy path. Well, I memorized it, but what does it mean to acknowledge God? So I had to get quiet and I had to keep asking questions. One thing for me that I know for sure can help us is to evaluate ourselves. And we do that by asking questions. So as I as I slowed down and I looked 
at my spiritual life, I, I started to understand that we're all spiritual beings, mm. not religious beings, but spiritual beings. And what does that mean? Mm. Um, and the a couple of things happened in my life. And again, we're not always aware of things. I wasn't aware that to forgive someone else, no matter what it is, it doesn't ignore the fact they may have hurt me, they may have abused me, they may have misused me, mm-hmm. but it's important for me to forgive because if I don't, if I don't forgive them, if I don't forgive me, mm-hmm. I can't move forward. I'm stuck. So not forgiving others keeps us stuck in this place of uh, this level of awareness, animal. Animal is the lowest level of awareness where we blame others. So I wanted to increase my awareness and forgiveness is one of them. Um, A woman told me once, she said, you should tell this lady you're sorry. And I've said, why? I haven't done anything. She said, that's not the point. You're sorry that things didn't work out the Mm -hmm. way the two of you had hoped. I did it, but she said I was a hard nut to crack because I was fighting her all the way. I'm not saying I'm sorry. I didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. When I understood that, when I did that, when I said I am sorry, this whole thing about forgiveness poured into me. The thing about gratitude, joy, again, comes back to slowing down. (laughs) Whenever I say Jesus, for those of your listeners who are Christian, whenever I say Jesus, I can't help but to smile. Hmm. Whenever I think about what I'm grateful for. So there are things that happen, good, bad, and ugly. But when I think about the things that I'm grateful for, it's a balancing act. I heard Deepak Chopra say once, gratitude is like shining a flashlight into the darkness. And that's what Mm. gratitude does for me. Whenever whenever there are things not going well and I can't quite find my way and I try this and I try that, when I slow down and say, okay, now let's get back to your anchors. Having your anchors, having your anchors helps to deal with whatever comes our way. So those Mm. three are anchors for me. Anchors in my life, and when things get confusing and they get out of control, and trust me, they can get out of control. This political climate is out of control, but I can get back to my anchors, and therefore, I don't let those things dictate who I want to be. Who I want to be is forgiving, I want to be grateful, and I want to understand that at my core, I'm a spiritual being. God created me to create and in instances Mm. to co-create. So how do you Mm. do that if you don't have a spiritual understanding? So it really is about awareness. It's about awareness. I could give you other examples, but that sort of raised up for me when you asked. Yeah, I love that, Lynetta. And um, I jotted down some things in my notes that I'm just going to repeat back to the audience for those of you who are taking notes, here's what I captured when it comes to spirituality. If, and I'll phrase it this way, if you're listening right now and 
what Lynetta said about spirituality and us being spiritual beings at our core, living in physical form and having a physical experience, but we're really spiritual beings. If you want more of that, if you want to really tap into your the spirit part of you, and we're not talking about religion, and I love that you said that, Lynetta, this is about who you are in your core. Mm -hmm. Here's some action steps. Here's what I heard you saying, Lynetta. First of all, slow down. So that's step number one. Slow down. Step number two, stop talking so much. And I laugh because that's something I have to tell myself every day because I am talk, 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 talking. Um, It's what I do for a living, but that's so key. Stop talking so much. I'll add to that and start listening. Yes. Right. And then you said, think and ask questions because it's in the asking of questions that answers and wisdom comes and that process can take us on a deeper journey into our own spirituality. So I love how you, how you responded there. And when it comes to forgiveness, you said, which is so profound I don't know if I ever heard it put this way, but you said essentially unforgiveness can actually keep us stuck. So forgiveness is not so much about are we sorry or are we not? It's about understanding that forgiveness is one of those things and forgiving ourselves, which is powerful and others is necessary in order for us to move forward and in order for us to raise our level of awareness. So if you want to elevate your life, this forgiveness piece is huge. So I love that you said that. It's a shift. You know, how do we think about forgiveness? So get that clear. This is what I thought about forgiveness. If I wasn't wrong, I'm not saying I'm sorry. She helped me, the lady who worked with me helped me to shift my thinking first, Mm. our thoughts. So what do you think about forgiveness? Get clear about what you think up until now. And if you want to think differently, as you say it, you can choose. Mm -hmm. You can choose to think differently about forgiveness, about failure. Mm -hmm. It's all in our thoughts. It's Mm -hmm. our thoughts, not everything. Yes. Here's another little nugget that you didn't use this word. So I'm just going to drop this and leave it there for whoever wants to pick this up and dig into it on your own, guys. But Lynetta, that story you shared about, I'm not saying I'm sorry because I didn't do anything wrong. But then ultimately, because you had this shift in how you viewed forgiveness, you said, I'm sorry. What I pulled out of that piece is humility. Mm-hmm. because which is so key there's that could be a whole segment we're not going to even go there i'm just yeah. dropping that for that yeah. for there's somebody yeah. out there who will latch on to that because humility will elevate you and bring so much into your life but we're just going to leave that there i want to move on and talk about dreams Lynetta, yeah. i recently heard you say on one of your coaching segments on the radio you pose this question, where do your dreams live? 
And that caught my attention. I was like, oh, this is going to be deep. And then I think they cut to commercial. So I was like, okay, I can't go anywhere. I have to listen. So I wanted to just talk a little bit about dreams. Like what prompted you to get on that topic? What's the significance of dreaming? I don't know if you remember exactly what you shared, but I, it was. I'll just jog your memory because I want you to share what you shared or at least a summary of it with my listeners. You talked about these three places and you said there's 100 Past Street, 100 Present Street, and 100 Future Street. So I'm going to stop talking and you (laughs) go with that. Yeah, well, I'll tell you. um, People talk to me about wanting to be present. I've got a young lady I've worked with who's struggling with wanting to be present. And what does that mean, being present? And what does it take for us to live in today? So I want to get something done today. I have a dream. Hmm. Now, if I live, however, if me and my dream and my thoughts and my fears are at 100 North Past Street. If it's in the past, the past mistakes, the past habits, even the past successes are past. And if I'm living in the past, it could stall me today. It could keep me from doing what it is I want to do today. Because the past is saying, you can't do that. You already tried that. It's not going to work. If I'm bringing that past, if I'm living there, Mm. I can't do what I want to do today. Mm. If I'm living in the future. And this was the thing I love about trying to live in the future. The future doesn't exist. We get Mm. all worked up. Now, certainly we can imagine and we can have some things that we're envisioning. But when we're living at 100 North Future Street, you get hung up because, Mm. again, if I go there, it's like, but what if it won't work, future? Mm. But what if I can't do it, future? What if they won't like it? You can't get in the future and you don't know the answer to those questions. Mm. Until you try it. What if it doesn't work? What if it does work? What if they don't like it? What if they do like it? So the future is a fantasy. So that's mm. really the the piece of the future is a fantasy. There's no place that it, it's not there yet. So we we get frustrated fantasizing about the what ifs that can frustrate us, keep us from doing what we want to do today or we can get into regrets Mm. from things that have happened in our past. So are you living on past street, present street, or future street? And where is your dream? So my dream today, my dream today, I don't want to bring the stuff from the past that keeps me from moving forward today. I think Mm. in my meditation journal, it said, you know, today has enough trouble of its own. And quite honestly, in the journal, it said, there's a reason for trouble today. 
because it keeps me in today. You know, wow. so I know, I know it was pretty profound. I had to send it to my nephew. I was like, okay, look at this. There's a purpose for trouble. Today, wow. it keeps me present. So that was people trying to be present are struggling because they're pulling in regrets, mistakes. And here's another thing. Even if you were successful in the past, we can't keep living off of past successes. So again, I'm not present. So mm -hmm. that's what that past, present, future, where's your dream? If you want to get it done, get it done. Live in the present. Don't mm -hmm. let, and that fantasy about the future, that that really is one that we all can get into yes. something that's not even there yet. It's not here yet. Yes, I love that. Lynetta, I know that there's, there are people listening. I was going to say there's one person, but I, I sense there are people, plural, listening. <clears throat> and this is so good. This is resonating. And and the thought is, wow, I want to be more present. And yeah, I tend to live in the past or, ooh, I tend to live in the future. So what's one thing that a, that all of us can take away that maybe we can start trying to do today yeah. to be more present. Yeah, I think open-minded. And I'll tell you why I say that. The one thing, and I, however people may feel about that, I'll tell you uh, something, a practice that will help you to get present. And it takes practice as meditation. Mm. When someone talked to me about meditation, I was like, what? I'm not sitting around saying, hum, hum. I just, I wasn't having it. My level of awareness wasn't there yet to stop saying no to things before I try it. Meditation, mm. and I had to practice. I stuck with it and stuck with it. I love it. And it is a practice designed mm. and it does keep us present. Yoga is another one. And getting quiet hmm. is another. And then journaling. So I'll give you four things. Journaling yeah. is another. And, and instead of um, a lady who teaches us around emotional intelligence, my friend Regina uh, talked about a strategy of emotional tracking. Rather than writing what happened, how do I feel about what happened today? right now. So those are like four things, but I can't say enough about meditation. And God knows if you knew me five years ago, I that word wouldn't have even come out of my mouth. Mm. So this being open, who do I want to be? That's the question. It's not what do I want to do? So if I want to be quiet, if I want to be more reflective, and those were things I was saying about me, mm -hmm. to me who do I want to be? I want to be more reflective. I want to slow down. The question is the question you always ask. Okay, if that's who you want to be, how do you do that? Yeah. Meditation became one of the ways that I stay present, Joy. I absolutely love that. So meditation, yoga, quietness, and I love your take on journaling. Lynetta, I'm going to start doing that. Um, 
journaling is something that I do. I have a, you know, things that I write down every day, but this whole thing about tracking our feelings, because to me, that's also linked with something you said earlier. If we really start to become aware of how we're feeling throughout the day, we might discover that, Ooh, I felt this way at a certain point in my day because I was in a conversation with somebody. They said this, I made, I made it mean Yes. This. And here's how I responded. And then we could start to shift how we respond in the moment. And when you track it, you'll find some some things that you do. You'll find some trends. It's like, okay, every time this situation happens, this is how I feel about it. Now I'm beginning to see some habits Mm-hmm. Something so it so she calls it it's emotional tracking. Mm-hmm. So so you're tracking, you go back, and over time you'll start saying some things that you usually react to a yeah. certain way. What's my usual response yes. to someone that cuts me off on the road? And I yes. say how I felt. They cut me off on the road. I don't write that in the journal. How did I feel about Mm -hmm. it? And if I felt angry or I felt taken advantage of or intimidated, now I begin to see, oh, so that's how you're feeling when you're out there on the road. (laughs) It's it's critical that we evaluate ourselves. So anyway, it's one strategy. And I loved it when she said it. And I started doing it too, Joy. Yeah. I love it. And I'll just add this, you guys, because this is something that I had to really focus on myself and my journey um, on this piece about awareness. When I really started observing myself, I call it, I put my little white coat on, like my little science uh, scientist lab coat every day. And a part of me is in the present. Another part of me is really observing myself. And just that visual makes me laugh, right? I look for the humor. So to me, that's like a funny way to frame this. But what I also had to do was really get myself to a place where observing myself wouldn't lead to self-condemnation because sometimes we can begin, because you're right, Lynetta, we'll begin to see patterns and some of those patterns we won't like. So I think it's important to do this with a loving disposition toward ourselves, give ourselves grace and really be able to laugh at ourselves. So if we find, like you said, oh, this is how I am when I'm out there, (laughs) you know, in these streets behind the wheel, laugh at yourself instead of condemning yourself. And then if you don't like that, make an adjustment. And um, It's all about growth. It's all about who do you want to be? So Mm -hmm. when I teach this course on seven levels of awareness, I make the point that it's not seven levels of judgment. That's seven levels of judgment. To your point earlier, we choose. So it's a choice. Mm-hmm. Am I going to choose not to beat myself up? Understanding that it's a practice. And every time I start beat myself up, catch it and say, okay, yeah. you said you weren't going to do that. Because it, it takes practice mm-hmm. to shift and to change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When we're aware, get aware of what words, Lynetta, are words you use when you're beating yourself up. 
You got to get aware of those words. So when one of them starts creeping in, catch it, mm-hmm. catch it and stop it dead in its tracks, mm-hmm. catch it. So this, this awareness uh, is really, really important. Yeah. And choice is too. I'm looking at my notes like, oh my gosh, where do I even want to go next? I think uh, because you said choice, that brought up for me something that I've really been focused on uh, for a while. And I I just can't seem to shake this. And there's actually a verse in scripture that says, count it all joy. Mm -hmm. So I have begun to intentionally choose joy. And so... I want to ask you about that. Uh, Count it all joy, right? So what's your process or do you have a routine where when circumstances come up or situations that, you know, could knock you off your block because that's just life. Things happen. What's your routine that kicks in automatically or what's your process for navigating tough situations that come up just in the day to day where you find joy? Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, at the beginning of the year on the radio show, I suggested five anchors and uh, um, one of the anchors for those on Reach Gospel Radio was to identify a scripture that Mm -hmm. inspires you so that you can pull it up and use it. That was just one of the anchors. But for me, I got to Isaiah. Um, that, and I paraphrase scripture, so I don't get it completely right in Mm -hmm. terms of, I know the plans I have for you, Mm. plans to give you hope and a future plans, not to harm you. And then in John 14, do not let your heart be troubled. And John Mm. 15, that talks about Jesus being the vine and we're the branches I have scriptures that when things come up, we have to know what works for us. And each one of us has something different. Joy, I start every morning off with um, whatever Bible scripture is in my U-verse Bible app. Mm -hmm. And I go with that. Then I go to the meditation journal. If I don't spend that 20 minutes, I'm messed up the rest Mm. of the day. So identifying for yourself how to start your day, it never fails because when things like you say come up at two o'clock in the afternoon, I had to remind myself, Lynetta, this morning's meditation had a message for you that you really like. You could pick that back up again. It's two o'clock. I know you do it in the morning. But at two o'clock, it had such power in the message and gave you energy to get you started. Why not read it again? Mm. Why not read it again? So knowing what sustains me is important. Knowing what sustains us. And it's different for each one of us. I think to keep me going, that, that anchor for me, that is one of them, certainly. Um, mm-hmm. because as I tell people, you could call somebody else, certainly, but it's a you and you deal. This is you. It's a you and you deal. So when you ask me, what do I do? Yeah. 
I got to figure out what that is, not what somebody tells me to do. Mm-hmm. Again, getting quiet to mm-hmm. figure that out, to figure that out. And um, uh, it, it not knowing our emotions come into this for us, Joy, because I, I wrote something once that said breaking news. You know, what's holding you back from doing something? Mm-hmm. What's holding you back is not what you know or don't know. Mm-hmm. It's your emotions. So when you ask me, what do I do? Okay, do I know? Do I not know? That's not it. What do I feel? Mm-hmm. How do I feel mm-hmm. when things come up? And again, that emotional tracking can come into play. Because there are days when I don't deal with it well. If I do the emotional tracking, I'm going to learn something, going to reveal something. Why, you know, I reacted a certain way because I felt not listened to, because Mm -hmm. I felt overlooked, because I felt oppressed, because I felt it's our emotions. Our emotions that guide us, and we can talk about that some more. It's all yeah. in our mind. It's in our mind. So good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know why, for some reason, because. I don't know. I look for the the silly um, because that brings me joy. The Bee Gees song, you know, yes. it's just emotion or was that the Bee Gees or whoever it was yes. like that 70s song. Yes. But Lanetta, I love what you said. And we just have a few more minutes. Um, gosh, I love what you said about know what works for you mm-hmm. because I was going to get into, and maybe we can just spend like a minute on this. I know it's that time of year where people start to, you know, go into goal setting mode um, for the upcoming year and all of that. And sometimes there can be a tendency to get caught up in which system is better. You know, do I, do I do smart goals? Do I do a a vision board or, or whatever? And there are so many different ways to goal set. Um, But ultimately, it's about what is going to work for you. So I just want to ask you, um, for people who are in that mode of they don't have any daily routines, or maybe we're in the last couple months of the year and they're feeling like, oh, I didn't really do so hot in terms of setting goals. I just kind of fell down on that, dropped the ball on it, but I want to do better next year. Yeah. What are a couple things you could say to encourage them or just a couple simple things that maybe they can do to finish strong this year and go into the new year? It's going to be around questions. It's going to be around questions. Coach yourself. And I'm going to give you some questions to coach yourself. And the first question is, who do I want to be? Hmm. Because once you get that kind of clear, and even if it's not perfect, even if it's not perfect, who do I want to be? When you get, when you work with that, the things that you want to do next year get easier. It's sort of like knowing your why, then the, mm-hmm. the things you want to do. So that would be a question. Here's another three questions that I'd like. This is a process. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned trust earlier when you started. Mm-hmm. Now, here are the three questions. And this is something you can do with any word or feeling. First question is, where did you grow up? 
question two is, what three or four words did you experience around the word trust when you were growing up? So we're dealing with trust. Where did you mm. grow up? What two or three words would you use to describe your experience as a child with trust? The third question is, how does that experience influence how you trust today? Mm. Use the word risk because that's what it's going to take to set goals. Where did you grow up? How did you experience risk mm -hmm. as a child growing up? How does that experience then influence risk and what mm -hmm. you're going to do? And the last thing I'll say here is let's shift what we think about failure. Don't be afraid mm -hmm. to fail because if you're going to try oh something gosh. new, here's the news. If you're going to try something new, it's going to fail. That's yeah. what happens. And it is necessary. Failure and success are two sides of the same coin. Yes. I cannot believe I'm getting the one minute to wrap message. Oh, my gosh, Lynetta. I'm going to add to that. Uh, reframe failure. I have adopted the view when it comes to failure, there is no failure. There's just trying and there's experimenting. And so yes. I have to put a pin in that because you guys, we are so out of time. I hope that you've been as blessed listening to this conversation as I have been participating in it. You can learn more about Lynetta and all the wonderful things that she's doing. Um, go to her website, Lynetta Albright. That's two N's, two T's, um, A-A-L-B-R-I-G-H-T.com or follow her on Facebook, Lynetta Albright Coach or on IG, Lynetta Albright. I will leave you guys with a couple of final thoughts. If you want more freedom, fulfillment, and joy in your life, check out my free masterclass coming up on Tuesday, November 22nd. I will drop the registration. Registration is required, but it is absolutely free. I'll drop the info in the show notes. Um, so get in on that. And I want to know what spoke to you. Write to me, livinginsideouttoday at gmail.com. Let me know what stuck. What one thing are you going to try as a result of what you heard today? And until next time, as always, this final tip. And you guys know TIP is an acronym for transformation is possible. And it's a step-by-step -step journey that begins with you making a choice to live inside out today. Until next week, love and peace. Thanks for listening to Living Inside Out Today with Joy Ross. We hope today's episode has been insightful and helped open the doors in your life to the joy, fulfillment, and freedom you have been seeking. Until we talk again, have a beautiful week.